1: This is the 415ers podcast brought to you on the odyssey sports podcast network coming at you twice a week here in the Aussie and three times a week in the regular season. That's Mark Randy. I'm Evan Giddings. Please download rate subscribe wherever you get your podcast from download the odyssey app and please download the four one using it. Okay, Mark. Uh, the other thing we wanted to discuss this week was, you know, taking a look at a minor, uh, a deeper dive into the, the schedule. We talked about maybe some of the tougher stretches uh, strength of schedule, how it might play a little bit more differently than the, uh, the percentages would tell you at face value, but, but who could sort of surprise the 49ers this year in 2023? I, I have a couple of, of teams pegged down. Um Non-coincidentally, they're all on the road, but before I, I, I get into <laughs> mine, uh, wh- where do your where does your mind go when you think about I don't know, the 49ers schedule and which stretches could be more difficult than others?
0: Um, So this is an interesting one. And when I first looked up the schedule, um, I don't know how you originally reacted, Evan, but I just immediately was like, okay, I think the 49ers will start four and oh, like it looks like they could do that. And then I I started, you know, thinking a little bit more about each matchup. You're on the road at Pittsburgh. That was not a playoff team last year. Um, And that's, what I was initially basing my rapid reaction off of. And then you're on the road against the Los Angeles Rams, just a pitiful team last year. But of course you expect them at least week two to be for the most part healthy. Um, you would expect that if they're not, it is, disaster has struck a second year in a row for the Rams. Um, but that was my first thought. But if they're healthy, they still have uh, you know a lot of talent. And then after that you have the New York giants who of course were a playoff team last year, but not, all too impressed with what they did I don't know it, it seemed a little bit more fluky to me than anything uh, and then you're at home against Arizona and, and I'm my initial reaction to that is the same they are terrible but that's why I thought they would be 4-0 and uh, but I, I dove into it a little bit more in Pittsburgh on the road for week one throw out you know who they have at quarterback um, and Kenny Pickett had a decent close to last year i think he'll probably be better and the team as a whole might be a little bit better tj watt likely going to going to be back after he was out for a lot of last season um pittsburgh does not lose home games in week one they're just not one of those franchises that do like how often do they lose a week one at home it like almost never happens historically so i think i just immediately overlooked the beginning of the season evan and then you throw in the fact that who knows if Brock Purdy is going to be healthy, who knows who's going to be at quarterback for the 49ers. I think for me, the stretch that surprised me and could potentially stretch the 49ers, maybe it's the first month of the season. I, I wrote it up as 4-0, and, and I'm already having second thoughts on it, so I don't know.
1: No, I'm a hundred percent with you. Although I don't just look at week one. I also kind of look at week two fair as well as the third, only because the New York giants are on a Thursday night. And and I think that those games are a little more wonky than people want to give credit to. Um, but I, I do think if there's an opportunity for the 49ers to get randomly upset. I actually I don't think the Steelers are going to be perceived as poorly as you know maybe a lot of a lot of teams look at them. Um they're gonna get TJ Watt back. They're gonna have a good defense. They're gonna be at home. I think Pickett is going to improve in his second season. And they don't I mean they, they have a, a decent amount of weapons. I don't think that's as bad of a team as people look at them. So if the 49ers lost that game, I wouldn't be surprised. Like that to me is a line where you're looking at you know maybe three and a half, four on the road as as an underdog. Um, and may, maybe even with the 49ers roster, that's closer to even, even though they, they are on the road. But the Rams, to me, that's the one place where I could see them, like the Rams are not going to have a great defense this year, but they're getting Cooper Cup back. Matthew Stafford's going to be healthy. It's going to be early in the year. And Sean McVay, while he doesn't have a great regular season record at all against the 49ers. Um, I just, I feel like that first game could physically take a toll to the Niners. Whereas the second, second week um, the Rams just, they, they scare me a little bit as a team that it will be a heavy underdog that could potentially pick up a win. So I'm not, I, I also look, I, I told us, I told you in the last episode, like I'm high in the Niners. I think the will stack wins early, but that to me is going to be a very tough game. Uh, the other ones I'm looking at, You might not like this, Mark, but week seven, Monday night. You're going there at Minnesota because one, it's going to be a tough environment. Uh, Number two, the Vikings will be coming off. In my opinion, kind of an easier week. They're going to be at Chicago. So they're coming home and the 49ers will be on the tail end of their toughest two game road (laughs) stretch of the season. And I think that could be, I, I think that could be a tough, a tough one for the Niners. I know that Kirk Cousins, is is not your favorite quarterback mark but keep an eye out for week 7.
0: Uh I got to ask you is Kirk Cousins going to be starting that game week 7 against the Niners? You think so? I do. Oh, and I also forgot to mention yeah, week 2 I also don't think the 49ers will have
1: Brock Purdy so they'll be more susceptible to a loss. Week 7 I think they will have Brock Purdy, but I think that's going to be a tough game. The other one that I I penciled mark that could I think surprise some people is week 10 coming off the bye mm. at Jacksonville. That's one of the few games in which not only you're making the East coast trip, you're playing early Uh, Kyle Shanahan, one and four coming off of buys, not very good. And Jacksonville is a very good team. I know they surprised a lot of people last year, uh, especially winning a playoff game, but they were pretty damn good throughout the year consistently, especially um, their offense third year for Trevor Lawrence. I think that's going to be a tough game. So if I had to pick three, It'd be week two against the Rams, week seven against the Vikings, week 10 against the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, So Kirk Cousins starting week seven for Minnesota against the 49ers. Uh, I think in principle, I can understand what you're saying. However, however, I think you're overlooking one one major statistic here. Mm-hmm. It's a Monday night game. Kirk Cousins is terrible in primetime, Evan. How could you overlook this? He never wins in primetime. There is no way in hell he's beating the 49ers on Monday night football. Just not happening. That's all I'll say.
1: I thought that was more attributable to the Sunday night slate for Kirk Cousins. Oh,
0: it's for all primetime slates. He does not do well when the lights are the brightest. So,
1: well, Justin Jefferson does, which is really all I, all I care about when it comes Fair to no. Minnesota Vikings.
0: Uh, one, I, I was looking at that portion of the schedule as well before the bye. I do think that's kind of a, a really tough four week stretch. You have Sunday night football against Dallas at home. Dallas is a really good team, one of the better teams in the NFC. And then you have that really tough road trip. You're talking about Cleveland and Minnesota. Whatever you think about the Vikings doesn't matter. That's a, a tough road trip to have consecutive games on the road. And then you come home on a short week after a Monday game against a very good Cincinnati Bengals team all before the bye. I think at that point, Evan, you are liable to kind of get in a haze. You're you're itching for the bye. You're so ready to have a week off and, and get your bodies and your minds right a little bit. Um, that you can kind of get into a little bit of a funk before that bye. And those are four, while you know a couple of them aren't world beaters by any stretch, they're all not bad teams. I mean, even the Browns with everything about Deshaun Watson, they have a ton of talent on that team. None of those teams are bad. And all of that consecutively with a couple of them on the road leading up to a bye week could be a tough stretch as well. So I think that might be a, a little bit of an overlooked stretch for the 49ers that could prove to be pretty difficult.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Like the eyes automatically are drawn to weeks 12 through 14. You get Seattle, Philadelphia, Seattle, two of which on the road. But um no, I'm I'm with you. I think if there if there is a tough stretch, it is right before the bye, which is also why I think to your point last episode, why the bye comes at a great time for the 49ers, because you're probably going to be licking your wounds a little bit, Mm -hmm. even if you come out advantageously. So that is a great time and a a great note as well.